Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Four o'clock here on the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94, uh, WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese as we react to the press conference heard around the world. Uh, we'll get to an interesting cut here about Nick Sirianni and his role in the team, but from our good pal, good friend, Justina Anderson, mm. I am told the Eagles are internally currently expecting Vic Fangio to be their next defensive coordinator. There it is. So we're getting Fangio. Yeah. Probably. Also. Big Phil fan, but uh, we'll we'll get. We'll, <laughs> Is that what the meeting was about? <laughs> Fangio it had to be about the, about Fangio. I can see that. So the thing that I find interesting about Fangio, uh, I thought the, the Dolphins' defense, just from the the, the games I watched, seems pretty good. Obviously, here they got shredded, but that was also what uh, Xavier Howard didn't play, Jalen Ramsey didn't play, mm-hmm. so they were down that. He had a good amount of talent on that that Dolphins' defense, like Bradley Chubb. Obviously, the, yeah, the, are you bringing all those guys with him? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, you can fire Vic Fangio. <laughs> do you have the horses? Right. Like, Reddick obviously should be uh, similar to Bradley Chubb. Now, it is funny. His linebackers were similar to here with Duke Riley, who. <laughs> Duke Riley. We, didn't we have Duke Riley? Duke Riley was here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't remember. He had old Melvin Ingram. Yeah, Melvin Ingram was. Yeah. Old Justin Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, but, you know. Talent-wise, he had Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard on the outside. That helps. We have Darius Slay and Isaiah Rogers, and hopefully not James Bradbury. Mm-hmm. He had Christian Wilkins on the inside, good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba. He had uh, Bradley Chubb. You know, so you can hire Vic Fangio. You can get the, the if you if you like that style of defense, the bend but don't break. But you also got to get players on that side. Yep. So it doesn't. <laughs> yep, I, I completely agree. So yeah, we we got to go re remake this defense. Get the personnel over there that plays a style of football where you're attacking the football, where you take the football away. That was the one of the other things that was very disappointing about this defense to go along with the lack of third down ability to get off the field and rush the passer on third down, the fewest sacks on third down than anybody in the league. We couldn't take the ball away. <laughs> we, I mean, we couldn't take the ball away. Couldn't take the ball away. Yeah, like one of the worst in the league of uh, plus-minus uh, uh, turnover ratio. Yep. We gave it away, but we couldn't take it away. We, we gave it away. That's true. So <laughs> they, they couldn't take it away. They got ran on after the after yes. the Bills game. Mm-hmm. They didn't touch a quarterback. Besides, I guess the the Bucks game where they got four. Yeah, they got four sacks. Yeah, explosive plays went up, and the tackling was atrocious by the end. Tackling of the season. was atrocious. So like Fangio's gonna have his work cut out for him. Now maybe a more respect a defensive respected mind, former head coach. Like it's his his system. Players will buy in more. Yeah. But and obviously going from decided to to, to, or to Patricia caused internal rift, mm-hmm. uh, so they won't have that with Fangio here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, they have to get the players right. I don't, the coordinator is what it is. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I, and I think our defense, it, it'll be interesting to see what the defense looks like from an experience side of things. You know, do we go into the draft and spend the majority of our draft picks on defensive players over there? I think a lot of our a lot of our draft capital should be spent over there. We focus so much on that offensive side of the ball because defense is a luxury to some people. Yeah, but then when you need a big stop late in the game, late in the season, now you can't help. I mean, you, you got fourth rounders here, undrafted players there. There's, yeah, you got a whole uh, defense full of those type of players. Then you don't get special plays. Well, and guys sign up the scrap heap. Right. Yeah, way past their prime already. Yeah, yeah you're not getting the special playmaker. So I would like to see us go into this draft. And even free agency, you know, I'm big on the guys coming off their rookie deals. Looking so to get the paid. Yeah, I'm big on that. You get those guys at 25, 26 years old, they're just now getting ready to hit their prime. Yep. And like we brought up before uh, the press conference, I mean, there could be a trade for like a Jair Alexander, yeah. who seemed like he was uh, posted a goodbye message mm-hmm. to, to Green Bay yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um but we know this team, and we know what they they value in the draft. And I mean, the again, the first mock from Mel Kiper had them drafting an offensive tackle from Oregon State in the first round. Get excited! Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I, quite honestly, I don't even expect them to take one of those positions in the first round: safety, corner, linebacker. Mm-hmm. They're going to take a lineman. That I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, like that's what they do. They take linemen. I wanted to play this. I thought this was like the if you're looking for a headline or, or most most interesting thing from the press conference, Nick Sirianni a back and forth uh, with Tim McManus about his role for this team. Here is Nick Sirianni. Coordinator is going to be in charge of the offense, and the defensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the defense. What is your role going to be? The head coach you know, the football team. What does team. that entail? How how does it change? Yeah, um, I guess what you know it'd be this very similar to what's going on right now. Um, you know, does that mean I'll sit more into defensive meetings at times? Maybe, right? Instead of always being in an offensive meeting, maybe I go to a defensive meeting here and there. Um, but my job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture. That's making sure the culture's, um, you know, working you know with our our five core values are taking every day at a time like we're not coming up with new core values uh i mean we may shuffle of where you know where the things are that are important um and the most important um but that's diving into that building the culture having a relationship with the guys on the football team um because i know when when i have that connection with the guys on the football team um that's when things are you know that when that's when the culture is working um, and, and working at high level. And then that's where the, our connection with the players and then their connection with each other works well, too. So obviously the, the last part there is kind of interesting, too, talking about when I have the relationship with the players, our culture is great. Does that suggest that he did not have a, a great relationship with the players by the end of last year? Um, but also, I mean, the whole idea of I'm not going to be on – I'll be in more defensive meetings. He's going to be poking his head into everything. Pretty much confirms he's, he's, he's going to be back in the, in the full CEO type. CEO type role for this team, and the, they're bringing in someone to run an offense, call plays, and, and almost take him out of it. Yeah, I, that's not much to me. Much different than what it's already been. I think the only thing that sounds like is going to be different is that the, the new guy coming in won't necessarily be running the same offense that they've been running the last three years. 
with some of Nick's concepts. <laughs> right, yes, yes, yes. He's going to incorporate some of those things. Yeah, let's what go to Tush Push. Come on, man. Oh, well, Tush Push is going nowhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's going to incorporate that into the new offense. No, I, I get uh, Sure. That, that can be <laughs> – I don't know if I need the route tree or whatever. Just teach teach Cliff Kingsbury or whoever how to do the Tush Push, <laughs> and everything will be okay. 215-592-9494. Do you feel better or worse after listening to the Eagles press conference? Damon's in Concha Hawking. What's happening, Dame? Yo, um, yeah. Ooh, hold on, Damon. Your phone's all breaking up. Uh, let's go to Brian in Wilmington. What's happening, Brian? What's going on, Jack? What's going on, Mike? What's up, Brian? Long time no talk. It's been a while. I just want to say, finally, after this press conference, because my actual last name is the same as a certain ex-offensive coordinator, so if I could keep my name out y'all's mouth after today, that would be great. Huh? <laughs> nice. What? I'd appreciate it. Yep. My last name is Johnson. My nice. first name is Brian. And he was he, he ruined oh, the Johnson name. Yes. He did. He did. He did. Well, some would say John Johnson already ruined it enough, and then <laughs> Brian Johnson on top of it really just ruined that. It, it did. I mean, before that, I was the lead singer of ACDC and the nerdy boy in the breakfast club. But okay. You're back to being just Brian Johnson. All right. What's, I am. what's but, happened? But I, but I am also the – Winner of the Marks and Reese Fantasy League. Ah, oh, you won it this year. Okay, baby. Congratulations. I beat you, Ike. Yes, yes, you did beat me. Yes, yes. By like eight points. Huh? Yeah, it was a good final weekend I had there, but I couldn't pull it out. Pause. Yes. What? Always oh, hate when pause. that happens. Hate when that happens, Brian. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to get with you and and, and figure out what well, we do with the well, ring. We got a still. championship ring. Yeah, Mad Mike still has a ring. I got to go rip that away from him. Hold on, we're using the same ring. They don't keep us. They don't keep the ring. <laughs> I only got one ring. Oh, hell no! Nah. It's like a trophy. It's like a trophy. You don't pass the ring around. Well, what do you mean to get a new ring? Yes. I don't get that in the budget. Oh my goodness! No, Brian. By the time we get to the fan, because you're automatically in this year because you won. Um, if if you choose to be. I'm going to work on, we're going to get you a ring, man. What are we, 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 we passing the ring from one person to the next? No. You get the person that's part of it. They win it, they get to keep the ring. It's 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 a it's a, it's a, a piece of memorabilia. Right. Exactly. It's not under that assumption, but okay. Like we're going to get you a ring, Brian, we promise. Saying, we got to get hooked up with Mark's Jewelers. Something. something yeah, we got to yes. do something. something. We'll, yes. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. What would what, you learn from this press conference, Brian? you feel better or worse? I feel probably about the same. I mean, like Ike, I mean, if if, if Vic Fangio comes, I mean, for some reason they love him. It's got to be better than what we had, so there's that. Well, well it's, the, it's the original. <laughs> Everybody else was a, a carbon copy. True, true, true. I'm looking forward to who the new offensive coordinator is going to be. You guys have any suggestions as to Well, me and Jack was sitting here. We're like, uh... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Kingsbury, maybe? Sure. Yeah. I, Kingsbury, and I appreciate the call, Brian. Like, if they look, if they're looking for someone that runs something similar to what they have already, mm-hmm. you know, the, the shotgun style, RPO, deep shots down the field, that's probably Kingsbury. I, th- I think we're kind of dreaming on the idea of going for a, a Shanahan, McVeigh kind of type. But again, is, is that Jalen's strong suit? Is it going under center? Is it is it play action stuff? Well, we know going under center is not his strong suit. So I guess they, <laughs> to play to his strong suit, they got to find someone that's more comfortable uh, in yes. the RPO game. Yep. And and maybe that's Kingsbury. I just I, I feel like I've watched him waste good talent for the last couple of years. Oh, Kingsbury, yeah. 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 I, but listen, I listen, he hasn't been in a this won't be a head coaching position. He'll be a part of a coaching staff and with an organization that usually knows how to do things right. He hasn't really been a part of that uh at this level. It's hard to succeed in Arizona in, in any on any substantial level. So right. you know, I and we don't even know if it's him, but I'm saying if it's him, at least it's a different offense. It's not the same stuff. And it's his offense. It'll be his offense. He'll yes. call the plays. He did all that in, yeah. in in Arizona. The relationship with the quarterback was interesting with him in Arizona. Is that going to be something here? I, I, listen, I, I, I know. The, the idea that we got to keep catering to Jalen and make sure he's happy about it, I, I, I'm, I'm out on that. I just – and I, I, I – it – it seems like the Eagles aren't necessarily making that their priority, and nor should they. You got you got a team to worry about, right? A team to worry about. And the way they answered it today, they felt they were getting back. And, and listen, yeah. you don't fire firing Brian Johnson does feel a little bit of like we we make the decisions around here. Yeah, uh, Damon is back in Contra Hawk. What's happening, Damon? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with that. I thought it was just like me listening to the press conference, hearing all these noises. Yeah, honestly, it could have easily been on our end. I'm, I'm, I'm being, it's been it's been a go of it. So uh, before the press conference started, I really wanted to hear about like I wanted to see maybe if they anyone ask about like Devontae Smith situation and like what what do they view him as going into a contract year? You know. Um, and maybe like some of the guys on defense. He touched on the Kobe Dean, which was good that they still, I guess, have confidence in him. Wow. Um, is that, know, is, that is that a good thing? <laughs> no, I don't think it's a good thing. We, we can't go into next year relying on a Kobe like they did this year. Right. It'll fail. It'll backfire just like it did. Hopefully, how he learns from that. But my biggest thing, and there was the clip you brought up. As soon as I heard Sirianni say that, uh, maybe he goes, maybe I'll spend more time in the defensive meeting room and like you know do more stuff like that. I mean, what? What was he doing? Like, what was his, you know, if that's his answer to that question on, like, what do you, what's your role as the head coach? I mean, we spent six weeks trying to figure out the blitz, and you're telling me, like, maybe you'll go in the defensive meetings more often? Like, what does that, that says a lot to me, his answer to that question on 
how he responded to, to that, you know, dynamic. Like, you are the head football coach. You have been for the past two seasons, especially this previous season. I know you were still offensive-minded, but, like, he needed to be spending that time already if he wasn't. That's a big I don't, I don't even know me. if I want him in it. Why, why do I need Appreciate Nick Sirianni that. in a defensive staff room, meeting room? We don't. Yeah, I, I don't even know if just... I need him in them deep. I don't ever – let me just make this very clear. <laughs> I don't ever remember Andy Reid coming in a defensive meeting room. Well, and you don't hire a Vic Fangio for the for Nick Sirianni to be heading into the exactly, defense. Exactly, yes. Here's here's where I'm at with that answer on the on – Well, the, maybe with Sean Desai, he should have been over he there. He should have been over there. <laughs> maybe don't hire an experienced coordinator for the head coach who also doesn't really know what he's doing on either side of the ball. Um, here's, what I, here's where I'm at with the answer about, you know – offense, defense, whatever, mm-hmm. is that I can't do my whole I, – I spent the whole first eight minutes like worried they're going to do this whole collaborative thing uh, and then get mad that Sirianni is going to be more of a, a CEO-type head coach. Do people want him more involved in the offense? Do people want – like – I do not want him more involved in the offense. Well, and neither do I. I, I want someone to run the offense that's experienced that – Yeah, ha- let, let them run their offense. So I actually think today was good news. Like, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think people – the reaction to that – Now you're coming around to where I'm at. That's why I said I feel a little more positive. Because well, the reaction to that quote is, well, what does he do? What do you want him to do? Yeah. I don't want him more involved in the offense. I don't want him no. more involved in the defense. Just stand there. <laughs> stand, Let the coordinators cook. Stand there. Make fourth down decisions. Don't look like an idiot getting off the field. And don't be a, mean mug the cameras. Yeah, be an adult. Be an adult. Yell <laughs> right. the fans. You want him to do more of that? Yeah, I, no, I, yes. Yeah, knock that off, too. Yes. You, yes. Fangio can brought in to, to, to calm you down. You want to bring Frank Reich in to be the offensive guy to calm you down. <laughs> Whatever. Stand there. Give concise answers and make give me confidence in the football team. But every time he talks, every time he talks, I feel worse about him. So, like, whatever. I don't want him to be more involved, less involved. That's a good point. Less involved. Good it's, point. I, I am not asking for more involvement from, from, from Coach Sirianni. Well, that was your whole thing. You're like, yeah, bring him back with two new coordinators. He can just stand there, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> that's what today, I could coach the team. I mean, if he's going to do that. Good news. Now. Now, what does fall on him, though, is if the, if they collapse or or the culture doesn't seem like it's great, that's on Nick. Yeah, because that's what that's only his job, motivator and stuff like that. And and listen, I I I think people, and I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but I think people sort of poo poo that um, on some level because they don't view him as a great motivator. But he is the same guy who had these quirky sayings and analogies a couple years ago that help create a culture here that bounced back from a 2-5 and five start to make the playoffs to being a Super Bowl team a year ago. Mm-hmm. He was able to do that when everybody was bought in, when everybody bought in, right? He was able to do that. I'll tell you, any head coach has a hard time when people aren't bought in. Go ask Adrian Griffin, who had the second-best record in the Eastern Conference, is now unemployed because his players wanted him out. Yes. Players wanted him out. Um. So maybe Nick gets back to doing some of those smaller things that he was good at doing and helping build that culture. You know, sometimes even he may have needed to take a step back because he got too involved with everything because he got bored with that, mm-hmm. being, the, being the culture setter. No, go back to shooting your hoops, doing your one-on-one competition. No, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, these are the things that, that these guys bought into. Mm-hmm. Like, John Harbaugh isn't sitting in Todd Munkin's meetings telling him what to do. No. He's just not doing that, nor is he doing that on the defensive side of the ball. Do they meet as a staff and they they, they break down what their game plans is and what they want to do with, with John Harbaugh being at the head of the table? Sure he does. But he's not telling his coordinators what to do. So his strength is being a culture setter. 
That's what Mike Tomlin's strength is. And he called plays before, but he hasn't called plays in a long time. So I actually think the best comp now that we should be looking for, like Harbaugh and Tomlin are, are like obviously great coaches. They're also more stern. Like, yeah. Look at what Dan Campbell's done. I mean, as another example. So like yeah. Dan Campbell doesn't design the offense. Nope. He he is culture setter, rah rah. T- like he's biting kneecaps off. Right, right. And he has he has Ben Johnson, who's probably going to be the Commanders' uh, head mm-hmm. coach, and, and Aaron, Glenn, Aaron who's, Glenn, who's getting interviews around the league. So yep. like Dan Campbell, that's that's kind of the the model that they're going it, for here. That's the that's the exact model, Jack. That, and that's actually a, a more up to date version of what we have here. You're right. This that's closer to what the Eagles seemingly are looking for than what Tomlin and, and Harbaugh is in their situation. That, that is a great example of where Dan Campbell is at. And what this team slipped on that last year, it felt like to me, situational football I thought was down. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought, you know, late in games they would it, – Oh, a lot of questionable things. Sometimes inability or, or wrong time to go for two or not going for two. By the way, Dan has that problem too. Well, he just likes to go for a fourth down all the time. <laughs> no matter what, yeah. Uh, and, and I thought, I thought penalty-wise – I thought yeah. penalty wise, penalties were up. A lot of games with nine penalties for yeah. sixty five yards. Sloppy play. Sloppy. They were yep. sloppy football team. For as much as people complain about the offense, we complain about the defense. One of the things that bothered me was the sloppiness, and I thought situational football was bad. So I actually take the answer of uh I'm off the offense, I'll be in the defense. He's not really gonna be on the defense. No. <laughs> is, Might peek his head in there. Yeah, and Vic's like, I got it. <laughs> Just go watch Netflix. Just go watch Netflix. Catch up on shush. Catch up on some shows. Figure out your Saturday meeting and and know it's yeah, going get, fourth down. Yeah, get the Saturday meeting uh, speech together and, and the highlights we're going to show. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What's your reaction to everything going on with the press press conference? Do you like that Nick is pretty much confirming he is a CEO type head coach? The offensive guys we brought in to run his offense. Defensive guy seems like he's going to be Vic Fangio. Does Vic Fangio excite you? Get in now. Plus their answer. On Jalen Hurts and how he handled the Brian Johnson firing. Does it sound like he was pumped? You'll hear that coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.